Well, we are officially back for another episode of Music Club FM. It's been a long time since we've done a Music Club FM. I've been incredibly busy. I currently have two jobs. Lockdown was great because I had loads and loads and loads of time. I now have two jobs and there's a Reading announcement. That's good fun, isn't it? So, but that doesn't mean we're not going to be boshing out amazing content around Reading and Leeds and other UK festivals as they get announced. But let's carry on, get excited for Reading 2021. Uh, this is our first, I don't know, Music Club special. If you're new to this format, this is a playcast. This is just a long episode of me yabbering to a camera about amazing music, and we're going to play some some like records from some of the most amazing artists on this poster. Talk about festival. You can also listen to this as an, an audio format as a podcast, or if you follow the links in the description, you can find links to what I call a playcast. This basically merges podcasts with a playlist, so you can listen to me talk followed by the record that is going to be there. That only is available on Spotify for now. Uh, maybe YouTube, forget the time. But we're going to kick off with an artist which is making another comeback. A record-breaking artist, might I just put out there. We're going to start with Post Malone, who played a set in 2018. I've never seen so many people during the day turn up to a set. It was really good, actually. He is an artist that is just going from strength to strength. I was checking his numbers the other day. 44 million monthly listens, stream, monthly streams on Spotify. He's one of the biggest artists in the entire world. Last year in 2019, went on to, of course, headline, co-headline with 21 Pilots, and just smashed it out of the park. Just, I've never seen a main stage headliner so busy. And he's brought back this year for one of the headline slots on the main stage east on the Saturday at Reading Sunday at Leeds. I've already done a WTF episode about him. We will be doing an update on that. But for now, I'm going to leave you with the incredible wow by Post Malone. It's a moment when I show up, God, I'm saying wow. I really, really like that record. Post Malone and Wow is just a cooker. We're going to follow that up with another another artist, the first artist taken from last year's poster, from the 2020 poster. We're going to be talking about Stormzy. Also, on this lineup is the incredible AJ Tracy. Stormzy was obviously due to headline last year, cancelled. First UK rapper to headline Reading and Leeds. Just a, a, a mammoth cultural icon in British music. Two smashing albums, both absolutely brilliant. What we got here with awards, two Brit Awards, one Ivor Novello Award, six Mobile Awards, one Q Award, one MTV Award, BBC Music Award, Teen Choice, three AIM Awards, BETs, GQ Awards, and two Global Awards, plus many, 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 many more. The man is an absolute hero. Started out by playing playing on the One Extra stage at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, a set that my dad went to by himself. I happened to send my dad to Reading that year, and he went, I'm going to go and see Stormzy. What? So, and of course, recently collaborates on Heady One's record with the phenomenal AJ Tracy, who is also booked to play this year's festival. AJ Tracy, an incredible UK rapper, just coming up through the ranks from uh, uh, from Labrick Road. Really an artist that just bounces around different styles of UK sounds, from garage to dubstep to grind to drill, R&B. Like, the man just... 
dibbles and dabbles around and and smashes it out of the park every single time. We already have a WTF episode about AJ Tracy. Again, it will be updated because he's just released so much more since then. But I would highly recommend going and watching that if you haven't checked out his music before. I don't know who he is. This record I'm going to play is the incredible Ain't It Different featuring Heady One. Uh, it's actually Heady One's record featuring AJ Tracy and Stormzy, but I'm obsessed with this record. Co-produced by Fred again, who we've played on the show many, many times, and the incredible Toddler T, sampling Crazy Town, which actually samples Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is absolutely brilliant. This is the this is the incredible Ain't It Different by Heady One featuring Stormzy and AJ Tracy. Ain't it different? When I first stepped in the game, game. man try to leech my name, now they wanna act all distant. Next, we're going to go to another collaboration of two artists, uh, Baby, who we have done a WTF episode about. You can go and check out that one on the channel. Um, there'll, be description, there'll be links in the description below. Tagging up with Mr. Jack Harlow, who was recently announced this week as part of the five new acts. Uh, let's talk about that. Reading Leeds have just put a statement saying, in case Monday's announcement wasn't big enough, here's another five names. We've just thrown into the mix so you can get even more hype for Reading 2021. Charlie XCX is one of the biggest and most celebrated artists in the, in the world of the, in the world from the past decade. She'll be returning for the festival for the fifth time. It's true, she's had fun. she's played loads over the years and obviously played in 2019 as well. She'll be joined by Youngblood, who's another artist that's just absolutely booming. He performed in 2018 and 2019. You can go watch WTF episodes about both of those artists and they're back to play in 2021. Joining again is Sigrid, who performed last time performed on the dance stage and has just gained a massive pop following in it around the world. Joined by band Neck Deep who recently released their fourth album All Distortions Are Intentional big kind of pop rock act and new rapper Jack Harlow who is just dominating the world with this record What's Poppin' features, features the incredible artist Baby, who is also just blowing up in America at the moment uh, pretty big over here as well this record's just uh, just one of them in it. It's just a bit of a smash of this one. 59 million hits on 59 million hits on YouTube. Uh, if you go to the lyrical lemonade version, though, it's had 95 million hits, so it's not f-ing around. This is what's poppin' by Jack Harlow featuring the baby. In the gym trying to work on my free throw. Goddamn. Goddamn. Spending money at the club like Sam's. Next, we're moving into our, our previous headliners. Um, and now headlining by themselves on Saturday on the main stage West. We'll be doing going into detail about main stage East and West in a separate video. But for now, we're going to be talking about Disclosure, two brothers from hmm, South London, I think, maybe, sorry, who have just released their third album, and it's absolutely brilliant. So amazing, amazing uh, collaborations in there. Just some, some stats here about them. They've clocked up 4.5 billion streams, sold 4.5 million albums, and 500,000 tickets to headline shows. I remember coming across Disclosure, and you know what, when talk about artists that I'm excited by, uh, and about doing WTF episodes about, Disclosure's one of them, because I've followed their music for years, literally 10 years. I remember going home from university, my first year, first year of uni, 2011, listening to the record Blue You, taken from the, the Carousel, Carousel Carnival EP maybe? I can't remember, it was their first EP and it was this completely new sound. This was before Deep House was a thing, before Tech House was a thing. Garage kind of made its revival recently. It, this is pre all of that. Drum and bass and dubstep was at its height and Disclosure came and just released this amazing new record. 
then went on to obviously release records like Latch and did that amazing Jesse Ware remix before releasing their debut album and then their follow-up album and just destroyed it. Absolutely destroyed it. Just released their third album. It's absolutely amazing. I love some of the records on there. Like Marley's amazing. I love their collaboration with Slow Tie. They're just so cool. All in all. I'm gonna pick a record from the vault here. We're gonna play the record they did with The weekend, but we're gonna play the VIP mix because it's just absolutely brilliant. This is Disclosure. Right, let's do some shout outs. Goodness me, it feels so good to have people back and chatting to people and geeking out over this shit. I, I literally love it so much. I love it so much. I put out some stuff the other day just asking who's excited for what. Uh, you guys responded, so Red Ruff Lima says, I'll probably check out Stormzy and missed him last year at Glastow. Saw John Hopkins, which was amazing, but I heard great things of his set. So unless there's something cool elsewhere, I might end up watching a bit slash all of the set. I'll be there for Stormzy, I can't wait for it. Catfish headlining, not really interested with the other, uh, the other headliners, but obviously they're good artists. Catfish headlining is super, super exciting. Rare says, I'll definitely go check out Catfish and Two Door, but right now I definitely want to find out some more artists and some other smaller acts, me too. Harvey Kitchen, 100 Gex, Bieber DB2, that, that new album is going to be mental. I agree, I'm well excited for BBDB's debut album. Tom Connolly, Disclosure and Ashniko, my personal highlights. Also love Posty, but seen him before twice, and it's hard not to get overly, overly excited for him. Uh, I agree, I think there's a lot of people here that are seeing their first headliner for the second time, and it's not as exciting when it happens. For me, like, oh, there's only two artists that are headlining that I've never seen. Well, I've never seen Stormzy, I've seen Catfish a hundred times, I've never seen him headline. Connor Bagnall, Bagnall? Bagnall? Connor Bagnall says, uh, Catfish and Two Door. Oh, Two Door is gonna be great. I can't wait for Two Door as well. Uh, Jim Lockenberry. Jim says, after Queen's The Stone Age Secret set in 2017, I can't wait for their raw pow prowess. Take the main stage for a full set. Booby Dooby, Fifi 3, Liam Gallagher, Disclosure, Stormzy, Catfish, all have to be up there as well for me. And good names there when you read them like that. Catfish, Quatza, Two Door, Disclosure for me says Sam Gillespie uh, Joey Extreme Catfish Queens maybe Disclosure somebody could easily replace them though Posty might check out Tudor 100 Gex BBDB 333 Fever 333 Youngblood to Baby there's probably more but I'm struggling to remember the lineup says Joey Extreme and Ben Tusk says Queens of the Stone Age I completely agree Ben I'm just that's it that's it for me isn't it Queens of the Stone Age what more do you need what more do you need in this world uh, Jack Barron says all we need is Scooter and S Club 7 and Steps and 5 and that will make me happy a 90s and early naughty stage would be great. I, I'm gonna disagree with you there, Jack. That's that's not very good. Joe Hall says, I feel Charlie could easily could have headlined. I, I don't because I think she's very, very, very much a pop star. Um, she's a bit too shiny, I think, but uh, I think she definitely has the following for it. She's also, she also plays a lot. Would she sell everything? Like She seems to be touring all the time and I think that the point of a festival headliner is it's someone that you can't just go see at any point. Nathan Hargrove says, finally more women representation. Sadly, it's so down the bill. This year's show quite drastically changes uh, to pop names at Reading and quite frankly, I'm not hating it. Interesting. Harley TV, Jack Harlow and Young F***ing Blood. So excited for next year. Joey Extreme, people are whining about this on Instagram but was so gassed when I saw Charlie, Charlie Young Blood and Jack Harlow. Although both Charlie and like Young Blood did play in 2019, I'm still really highly with the, I'm still really happy with the announcement. Two more women acts added to the Bill. Red Ruff Lima says, I think she'll headline the Radio 1 stage against Liam. That's Charlie XCX. And R. Connors says, Defo will see Jack Harlow. So, 
thank you so much for getting in touch. I really appreciate all of those. I love fucking chatting away to you guys about this stuff. It's absolutely brilliant. We're going to do a video next week all about artists that are missing from this bill. I'd love it if you could just whack a comment of who you want to see in who you want to see announced. If you've bought your ticket, great. Let me know. If you haven't, let me know who you need to be on that bill before you buy the ticket. I'm going to start off. I'm gagging to see Kenny Hoopla. Absolutely gagging. And he is currently touring with Youngblood. So I think there's a large chance that will happen. I'd love to see Wallows carried over from last year. That would be absolutely mental. Idols, Fontaines. There's some great artists. Declan McKenna's new album came out today and that's brilliant. I'd like to see him. So let me know your thoughts in the comment section below. How can we not talk about the other artist called Paul Across from last year's uh, headline set? And that's Liam Gallagher. Liam Gallagher is, as Liam Gallagher, the smallest headliner on this bill with just over, just over a million streams per month of his own music. However, if you go to Oasis on Spotify, we're talking like 14 million. So definitely worthy of his spot. And we'll, of course, put on an amazing, amazing closing set on the main stage east on the Sunday at Reading Friday at Leeds. There's not much more I need to say about him, really. We talked about him quite a bit when we did our, when we did the WTF, when we did our first playcast. First ever playcast was about Reading 2020. So for us to get the 2021 playcast out so quickly afterwards feels bizarre, but it's, I'm okay with it. I think we're gonna have some amazing blend of his music and Oasis's music just to kind of close the weekend out. I think he's deserving of this spot. What record do you pick? I don't know. We've played Champagne Supernova. We've played Rock and Roll Star. F it. There we go. That's what we'll do. We'll play Some Might Say. What a fucking corker. I can't wait to see it. This would be brilliant. I mean, an Oasis headline sort of be better, but I'll take Liam Gallagher. It's going to be brilliant. This is Some Might Say by Oasis. An another artist that's been brought across from last year's. Um, poster onto this year's poster an act that I'm really excited to check out is Biba Doobie we have gone in depth about Biba Doobie in a WTF episode however she is releasing uh, her debut album this year so we will be doing an updated version of that later on in the year once that is out and we've got time to soak that in she's one of the most exciting female artists in the world at the moment in my book I think she's absolutely brilliant I love her sound it has such a wonderful nostalgia to it but also sounds super fresh Sign with Dirty Hit, you know only good things are going to be coming from her. So for now, we'll leave it with that. This is Care by Biba Doobie. Mark Kinchin, also known as MK, is coming back, I assume, to headline at the dance stage. One can only assume he's about to headline as the dance stage. He's an American DJ and record producer from Detroit, Michigan. Um, if you go on hit the Reading website, it says his roots in the Detroit underground combined with virtual mashup sounds from Motown, Soul and Chicago House to Britain's early electronic learning le electronic leading bands like Depeche Mode. MK's seamless transition between these genres has made his music what it is today. He's an icon in that kind of big house sound that's just massive throughout the world. Just an absolute legend in the game. I'm really excited to dive deeper into his music. For now though, this is my favourite record by him. It just sounds so like something you would have had on Geordie Shore or on Love Island or Top of the Pops. It is commercial dance music at its absolute best. Friday Night Bangers, Radio 1. I can just hear Scott Mills just whoop whoop into this one. Uh, this is The Incredible 17 by MK. And I have to say, I shat on it all 
the other day when I did my everything that's wrong with this poster uh, video. But Catfish and the Bottlemen headlining Reading and Leeds is something that I have said since the first time I heard Homesick. Now, when was that, you ask? Good question. I listened to it. I remember Zane Lowe played it, so we're talking early. I reckon 2013. Right, let's have a look here. Single, Homesick single. Date added, the 3rd of March, 3rd of May, 2013. From then, I played it to Lauren, and I said, these guys here, they're going to headline Reading and Leeds one day. And here we are, seven years later, and they are headlining. I'm so chuffed for them. I went and saw them in the tiniest pub in Bristol. I went and saw them at a tiny gig in Camden. And then when I saw them at a much bigger gig in Camden, I've seen them play tiny, uh, tiny stages at Reading. I've seen them play the Radio 1 stage at Reading. They have gone on to just be one of the most important bands in UK indie music. And to see them recognised and headline, it really warms my heart. It really warms my heart because I've literally seen them grow from nothing. As an old, old bloke, that is wonderful. I'm really, really excited to see them. We're going to be playing the first record by them today. The original single version of Homesick has a slightly different, uh, slightly different lyrical content, which is way better in my book, and I'm glad that they have changed it. Perhaps we'll get Van on the show, and I'll, I'll ask him if he'll sing the original version when they do it live. For now, this is the incredible Homesick by the incredible Catfish and the Bottlemen. And there's only one way to close out this show. There is only one way to close out this show. And that's with our final headliner, the incredible Queens of the Stone Age. Oh my God, I've just been listening to them nonstop the last couple of days since this has happened. Queens of the Stone Age headlined in 2014 to a very underwhelming crowd. It was a very small headline crowd. It was the first time they ever put on five headliners across the weekend. And it didn't work in my book. It didn't. But I'm okay with that, because it was great. And then a couple of years later, in 2018, I think it was 2018, in 2018, 17? I can't remember when it was. They came back and they did a secret set on Friday in the festival, in the, in the Radio 110, and it was mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Their last album was produced by Mark Ronson, and for me is my favorite album by them. But if you go and listen to their Essentials playlist, every single record is an absolute smasher. Talking about artists I'm excited to do WTF episodes about, Queens of the Stone Age is absolutely one of them. I can't wait to just geek out on them. They're brilliant. I can't wait for this. Um, uh, my favorite record on that last album of theirs is the wonderful uh, Fortress. It's not the record we're going to play today because it doesn't fit very well in with the rest of these records. We're going to end on an absolute smasher, one that I can't wait to be seen played on that main stage on that Sunday night because my brother and I are going to be right at the front getting our faces elbowed in. It's going to be absolutely amazing and I can't wait. This is the brilliant The Evil Has Landed by Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah.